Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Friday. I hope you're all doing well. I am doing well. I had a good game with MacArthur last night. We had to fight Deer Bear, which are basically beast men, mongrel men, whatever you want to call them. And we just getting out of there with our lives. We actually had a good battle, and then we got overwhelmed when we were setting up camp, and we decided to book it, which we did. Fighting retreats and all that, you know, disengaging fighting retreats, Fun, fun, fun. All in Mythgarther. Yeah, Matt runs a good game. He really does. Anyway, I was going to talk about props and role-playing games. Like music, like sound effects, like other things like that. That's another way to keep people immersed in the game. Or just give them, you know, a sense of place, if nothing else. So, it's a good thing. I've used props on occasion. I tend to view props as, if I can do it without the props, okay. If I can do it with the props, even better. But I'm not tied to them. Now, I know that there's a lot of games that, you know, like modules will come with player handouts and things like that. I use those. That's why when I get a physical copy, I like to have a PDF. So, if there's any any kind of handouts or anything like that, I can just print those off and cut them up or whatever I have to do and hand them out to them because they usually have something to do with it. Well, yeah, it's part of the plot, but I just, it's it's easier than trying to, you know, photocopy them, which I could do easily here, but it's scan them and things like that. And as far as making props go once in a great while, I will, but I don't usually do. I haven't done anything for D and D. I've seen a lot of things, nice props made. The one I used to do props for most was called Cthulhu because I like doing the the letters and the certificates and all this other stuff that I can hand to the players. Your great uncle who died hand, gave you, left you this and you just hand him a piece of paper or a book or you know something. I didn't get real elaborate with it. I think the most elaborate thing I ever did was I did a picture, the last known picture of, I forget what module it was for Call of Cthulhu, but I had a picture of myself in a show called Room Service, where I was holding the phone and with this with this terrible look on my face, and I managed to convert it into the character who was missing, and it's like a last picture that somebody discovered. And half of it's blurred out because basically it's like the last thing he saw before he gets attacked by the monster type of thing. And it worked out real well. I've also done letters. I've written letters and put them in there coming from different places. Sometimes I would would draw the postage stamp on there and canceled and things like that. Say if it came from England or something like that. Those were a lot of fun. And sometimes, to me, props are going the extra mile which I like to do, and I think it's a good thing. 
I'm not always concerned with it. If it's pertinent to the plot and it comes with the module, I'll make sure it's there. If I write something and there's a prop that's pertinent, I will do that too. I've also done drawings of things they find. Sometimes the physical can really help the game. It really puts the characters right into it. What I always wanted to do was run a D&D session for little kids. Little kids who were old enough to understand it. And what I wanted to do was give them props. I remember one guy who ran a long time ago, like Dundracon or Pacificon or something like that. They, they ran a D&D game for kids. And I, and I stepped into the room and started watching it. And it was really neat. These kids, some of them were there, a couple of them were there with their parents. And the, this one little girl was just so excited to be in a dungeon because they were trying. He basically took a, a plot of Mickey Mouse's The Sorcerer's Apprentice who got kidnapped. And they had to go re rescue him from this dragon or something like that. And she got so... And the guy w w had, he had a printer there and he had pictures of things they'd find. You know, like a sack of gold or a a sword or something like that and he said okay you find this and he hands it to you and they just the kids just ate it up what i always wanted to do was find little bags there used to be okay this is going to date me because i'm old okay but there used to be candy like gold nugget bubble gum it would come in these little pouches you know like they just I, I struck gold you know that kind of thing and I always wanted to get a whole bunch of those and then go to the store and buy a case of Neko's. I don't care what you think about Neko's. This works great for that. Open all the packages up and take out all the gold ones and separate them. Take out all the silver ones and separate them. Take all the like chocolate ones and separate them. And just put them in different bags and like when the kids, okay, you find on this dead orc, you find this sack, you give them the sack, and it's, oh, I open it up, and it's, and it's 10 gold pieces and five silver pieces. And I thought that would be great for, for D&D, for, for, ki for kids like that, who are of age, to, to do this kind of stuff. And, I, yeah, it's work, okay? You know, props are work, but... They pay off so well in the long run if you can manage to do it. I don't always have time to do props. Original props, I mean. I'm talking about modular props. Original props, I always always don't have time. I run a weekly game right now. So I really don't have time for that. But when I can do it, I will do it. My Our, our 5e DM, Carlos, he managed to make this whole area where we came in and he made like these it was it was like pit, a pit with boiling lava in it with these little islands you could walk to or get to with the bad guys over there and that was our final confrontation that was really cool i consider that a prop uh but those 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 are the kind of things you think of props can really enhance a game just like music can just like lighting can Things like that. So you might want to think in, in that respect where you can do it. Like I said, I don't always have time to do it. Anyway, that's my little prop talk. So I'm going to go start my day. And if you want to talk about this with me or anything else, I'd sure like to hear about props especially. I'd, 
contact me, uh, email me at oldmangrongnargmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are funded right now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program, and I would appreciate you. And thank you again, Jonathan and Oliver, for supporting me. I really appreciate it. So, until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.